The Kingdoms at the Centre of the Earth Once there was a queen who was worried her son and daughter would never marry, so she went to a wise man in the West. Give this ring to your son, he told the queen. Tell him that he must marry whomever the ring fits. What about my daughter? she asked. Do you have a ring for her? Oh, don't worry about her, he grinned. Your daughter will be fine. So the queen gave the ring to her son. It was set with an onyx stone. The gem was so dark that when her son looked into it, he felt as if he was falling into a deep, deep well. You must travel the world, the queen said, stroking her son's cheek. Make every person try it on. When you find someone whose hand fits perfectly, bring them home. So the son left their castle and set out on his travels, leaving his mother and sister behind. He trekked through the snow. He crossed deserts and wetlands. He sailed monster-filled seas and stomped over bleak Arctic plains. But the ring did not fit any person he met. After many years, the son returned, feeling bitter and angry. He'd stared at the ring for so long that his eyes matched its colour. Don't be grumpy! his sister sighed. What's so special about this ring anyway? And before her brother could reply, she had taken it from him and slipped it onto her finger. The ring snapped into place. It was the perfect fit. She laughed nervously. (laughs) I suppose this means that you have to marry me. (laughs) But of course, cried the brother, jumping to his feet. We must marry quickly. You shall be my faithful wife. (laughs) I I was joking, she stammered, trying to pull away from him. You can't marry me, I'm your sister. I don't care, the brother replied, his eyes as deep as caves. I am your future king. You will do as I say. The sister did not know what to do, so she hurried to a wise woman in the east and explained her troubles. So for dolls, the woman said calmly. Put each of them in a corner of the room, then wait. Wait for what? the sister asked. Just wait. The sister ran back home and picked up a needle and thread. She made four dolls from old dresses and fruit peelings and she stuffed them with straw. Then she put them in the shadowed corners of her bedroom and sat in the middle of the floor, listening to her brother marching through the castle. Sister! he yelled. You must try on your wedding dress. She closed her eyes tight, her heart hammering, hammering, hammering. She waited and she waited. Then out of the dark came this haunting song. The sister's bedroom began to shake and shatter. She screamed, opening her eyes just in time to see the four dolls laughing and racing towards her. She tried to scramble to her feet, but the floor had disappeared, and so she plummeted down, 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 down. Down to the centre of the earth. The sister landed with a bump. She found herself in a sea-blue kingdom. There were peacocks as tall as houses and everything smelled of lavender. The huge birds flapped their tail feathers angrily so she ran, tumbling into a river. 
She was dragged downstream and washed up on the shores of an orange kingdom. Here there were tigers with volcanoes in their mouths, so she scampered sideways, rushing into a yellow kingdom with bees the size of stars. She ran from there into a green kingdom that gurgled, a red kingdom that roared, and a pink kingdom that chewed her up and spat her out into a silver kingdom. She tiptoed across its tightrope of knives, and then... Then there was darkness. The sister had found the night kingdom. Things she couldn't see pulled at her hair and trod on her toes. She felt her way past a row of out-of-tune pianos which were playing by themselves. She inched forwards, her arms outstretched until she felt the sandpaper skin of trees. This was a night forest. She crept further, deep into the belly of the woods where she was sure the dark would eat her. Her hands touched the walls of a house. She blinked, her eyes becoming accustomed to the night. This was a house made of scraps. Camera lenses and coat hangers, blackbird feathers and broken umbrellas. The sister's fingers shook as she fumbled for the door knocker. Bang, 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 and somewhere inside a light flicked on. The door cracked open and the sister froze. She wanted to run, but she couldn't. She wanted to scream, but she'd forgotten how. The woman behind the door looked just like her. It was like staring into a grimy mirror, except this woman's eyes were as deep as caves. She smiled and the sister could hear the laughter of the dolls she had made back home. I've been expecting you, the woman beamed, grabbing her by the wrist. The sister was pulled over the threshold. As she stumbled inside, the house began to shrink. The dark walls and crooked ceiling tumbled towards them both in a rush of noise and feathers. And suddenly they were back in her room. Sister, I told you, you must try on your wedding dress. Her brother crashed into the room, his face full of fury. You have to... He stopped. He blinked. He did not know what to think. Two women stood before him. They were the same in every way except... You have my eyes, the brother gasped. I do, the woman murmured. She let go of the sister's wrist and glided towards him. As she got closer, she appeared to grow taller. She towered above him and he was unable to look away. Who are you? The brother asked, mesmerised. We should get married, the woman said, sliding an arm around his waist. Yes, he blinked rapidly as sweat formed on his upper lip. Yes, sister, give me back my ring. Relief flooded through the sister as she pulled the onyx ring from her hand and threw it across the room. The woman caught it. She slid it onto her finger and it snapped into place. It was the perfect fit. Of course it was. And so the sister was free. The woman giggled wickedly, ushering the brother out of the room and across the castle, as she watched them go, the sister noticed how this woman moved just like a doll. A doll with eyes so deep, they could swallow a man whole. <laughs>